Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is episode 52 of the Rated F Podcast. Today we're talking about Already Tomorrow in Hong Kong and conversation movies. <laughs> Women love shit like that. Cinemas will die out. Because it's just fucking movies. Women don't have the same opportunities. So many women. <laughs> Should I say what we always say, which is, oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> It's been a while. That's terrible. Song. Been a while. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, we like did like the new like rebranding, and then we did the Comic Con, and then and then I had a mental health break, uh, and now we're back. <laughs> also busy, busy. I know. Well, we are busy. We actually have th- we have things going on. We're getting good at adulting. No. Better? I? I think, I think you're you making are. a big step. Yeah, I'm moving. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving out of my parents' house for the third time. You're welcome, mom and dad. Um, my boyfriend and I are moving in together. Bonus into Tish's building. <laughs> Yay! It's <laughs> gonna be friend time all the time. Oh my god! It's like we're living together, but, but like not, we have so separate spaces. <laughs> we can hang out whenever we want, but also we don't have to live together. I know it's gonna be good. I'm excited. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. So yeah, that's all. That's September. It's my birthday present to myself. Yeah, that's fun. I'm so excited. Yay! Yay! Um, yeah, I'm getting busier with work because the animation festival is coming up. I know. Um, I'm going to move here and you're like, okay, cool. I'm not available for six weeks. <laughs> no, it's not that bad until like know, just the teasing. week before. It's, it feels busier, but I don't really go into Your overtime. hours don't change the same no. way until like, yeah, like the week, until week and like, a half before. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I start to go a little insane. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah. This weekend, I helped on my friends slash co-workers short film shoot. Her first yeah. short film directing, and she wrote it. And I'm so proud of her. Awesome. Good for she's her. She's only 23, which makes me, like, wow. really jealous <laughs> that she's, so like, doing this amazing thing. Like, wrote it and, like, got the grant money and, like, got everyone together and, like, did it. I'm just, like, watching her, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And she's, like, I'm, like, trying to keep her positive because as amazing as she is, like, everyone making anything, you doubt everything every of step of the way. Especially your first time. Like, I know. You and don't... she, yeah. Yeah, she's you don't like, know. She's, like, I sort of overestimated, like, how easy I thought this would be because I'm an actor. I thought I could direct. And I'm, like, oh, my God, you're doing amazing. Like, this is a big, I mean, relatively small undertaking in the world of film, but, like, a big undertaking yeah like her and her dp and just like a bunch of like volunteers helping and she was doing amazing so that was fun two really long days so i'm still tired (laughs) fair enough yeah it's a lot of work i know i was like i was like well this is like a a little preview to remind me what festival week is like (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's super fun being on a set which i haven't been since film school wow 12 years ago (laughs) so yeah guess what things have changed technology is great guys i'm like the lights are like led lights now and you can just like turn a knob to like change the intensity or the color so you don't need gels over i was like marveling and everything fucking gels and obviously that's a theater thing too like like Climbing yeah. up into the fucking rafters to change your goddamn gel. <laughs> well, I was telling on the second day, Jed was like, is this like bringing back your film school memories? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, everything's changed. Like, all I remember from film school is like, when you turn a light, you say striking so no one gets blinded if they happen to be looking at it. Which someone, her producer, who actually like knows what he's doing when he was on set and helping, he was saying sparking when he turned on the lights. And I was like, oh, that's oh. so much cuter somehow. <laughs> But the other thing to go with that was the clothespin game, mm-hmm. which is all the grips. Like, everyone has clothespins, like, for gels or whatever. And um, the clothespin game is just sneakily putting clothespins on people's clothing, like, pinning, clothespinning yeah. people without them noticing and then seeing, like, how many they have on them at the end of the day. But, like, yeah, there were no clothespins, really. A few, few times you use, like, a diffuser sort of paper over it, but, yeah. 
but yeah, it was just, it was really cool to be on, on a set. Yeah. It's like, this is going to be so inspiring. I'm going to want to like make stuff and like make that thing we've been meaning to oh make forever. And For like two, it's been like two it's years. It's been two years. Since we last yeah. were. We are going to do it. Though. We are. We've, we are. We have a, a If we plan. haven't mentioned it, we haven't mentioned in a while probably that we wrote this web series. Yeah. And we got close to sh- we shot some, like, test footage or yeah. sort of beginning stuff. Kind of some... And then sort of, I don't know, I lost focus or I sort of got I intimidated did... by the, like, actually doing it the, and didn't The get scale it of it after we did the test shots was, like, felt just enormous. Well, it's just, And like, I think we were both like, uh, how do even we for do this? a relatively small thing, it's mostly just us. We did write other characters, so we would need actors and we just, like, need people... Yeah. And just, we didn't know where to start, but now I feel like I'm back at the CFI and like, yeah, just like doing this with Jed and meeting people and just realizing like you just post on the Facebook group and people will fucking volunteer, which yeah. is amazing. Which is what we had talked about. And then it's like, we got like I just, intimidated I was like, and we were like, no one ask people to act for free. Like I would feel bad answers, asking yes, people apparently. to work for free, but I we mean, now them. I've spent a year working with volunteers at screenings and it's like yeah people will volunteer yeah and people when enjoy they volunteer doing that like stuff, you're so. nice to them and you thank them for volunteering and you feed but them but you also like treat it like work and you of tell course. them what to do because yeah. like you volunteered to do this anyway not only that but like <laughs> people that love film and like love acting yeah. and stuff will take any opportunity to do it because especially if they're yeah. serious about trying to do it they want mm-hmm. as much experience as they Anything can get they don't give a shit if it's going to be yeah. two days and you're not paying me like okay what's one weekend it's going to be able love... to go on my resume and yeah if you love to do it it's worth the, like yeah i'm gonna enjoy it like weekend. a lot of, you know yeah the actors that she had like some of them sort of realized they knew each other from like theater stuff <laughs> around town and stuff like that and yeah, they're just, you know, yeah, happy to be there. So anyway, we are going to make something. Yeah. And we've adjust. Well, I mean, we have to rewrite some of it, but we've adjusted yeah. what our expectations are, our goals yeah. with it. Yeah, we're sort of breaking it down, making it smaller, which yeah. I think will be good because we just want to get it done. done. We want it done and, and out there. And maybe we'll, you know. Expand on it after if yeah, it goes well, if we're news. happy with it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, shoot was fun. Making stuff is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to say... I thought it would be, like, inspiring, and then as soon as I was on set, and I was like, I forgot how fucking tedious this <laughs> so is. So much work, too. You set up for, like, half an hour and then it yeah. to get a five-second shot that you have to do, like, five times yep. in a row to get it right. It's a lot of and waiting. It's hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Like. Yeah. That's the it's whole a day lot. on a set. It's so. when, like, some people, like, the crew is waiting while you shoot, and then the actors are waiting while you set up, or, like, all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. So then I was like, oh my god, this is so much work. But then by the end, I was like, we no, I want to, no, I want to be, do, like, seeing her be, like, directing. And I was like, oh, I, I love telling people what to do. <laughs> I would love to be in charge of a set. It's just, it's more like, yeah, the gathering of people. Yeah. And being like, I have to, like, work really hard at this and also be, like, so thankful that you volunteered your time. Anyway. 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 Mm-hmm. So many. It's been so long. We have so much to talk about. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> How have we never watched that song before? <sighs> what else? What have you been watching? Have you uh, been watching? What have I been watching? I started Stranger Things season three, like the rest of the world, but I have. I'm not done I it yet. Uh, what else have I been watching? Movies. I've been doing bad with movies. I watched. I well, I saw Simple Favor finally. <gasps> It is on Netflix now. Is it? Yeah, it just oh. on Netflix. Um, I, or maybe not Canadian. I don't know. I saw something about it's on Netflix now. I saw it in like a D- DVD movie bin for five bucks, so I just bought it. Already? Wanted, it's know. in a $5 bin? I, I oh don't remember. I'm trying to think of where it was. Anyway, I like picked it up. It was good. I enjoyed I it. it. It was. I couldn't figure out the ending. So I know. Um, it's that was man. enjoyable. That's about the only thing of note that I've watched lately. I watched Karen Gillan's movie, The Pardis, just beginning. Is it good? It is good. It is quite good. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's about, like, her. the only movie that I've watched, other than been watching animation at work. Well, yeah. What choice do you have? <laughs> yeah. I've pretty much watched, like, all the shorts. The shorts or I skim through the ones I'm not really into, so I've watched a lot. I've watched, like, three of the five features. One of them I can't watch because the screening link is expired. But um, 
I mean, I'll talk about this more. I don't need to go into them all right now. Yeah. I mean, I've they're good. Isn't haven't it? been watching. I mean, I recently put my dog down. Oh yeah, that's another thing. <sighs> yes, it's new. And I am still emotional about it because mm-hmm. I loved him. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it, it that kind of his deteriorating health in the last month right. took a lot of time and effort. So. Yeah. It was like Veronica Mars in the background because they're mm-hmm. releasing a new season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff like that that I've seen yeah. 15 times just before. Yeah. yeah, I've just been going through stuff, background watching. Yeah. Being lazy. It's just so hot. I just come home. Today was hot out. Going in around the doing chores. Yeah. I mean, I do have an air conditioner, but. It's yeah. still hot. It's not it's like it. Yeah, makes you not want to do anything. Except eat popsicles and frozen drinks. Which we can also do after mm. work soon. Oh my god. It's going to be so fun. We can have, like, after work hang on one of our balconies. Yeah. Which is on the same side of the building. So we, we'll just have a higher view. I wonder if well, you'll see anything new. <laughs> uh, it is a higher view, but uh, there's cons to it. Because it's bigger than yours. The apartment. The balcony. The balcony is? Yeah. It, they're longer on the 17th oh, the very and 18th top floor, right. but they're all concrete. So oh, you don't have the glass, you don't have the glass, mm. so you can't see through it. So pros and cons. Pros there. and cons. Pros and to cons. Knees on the top floor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because I was like, yeah, like so, the space is nice. We can put furniture out there and still yeah. have like lots of space. But yeah, it's if you sit, you're staring at it. I do brick love wall. that about. The balcony. Yeah. That there's like a bar, but then it's glass. Yeah. Because a lot of them, A, it's better than slatted too. Like you have like, it's good here that you have yeah. like the glass. But... Just for that sense of openness. Yeah. It's not so much that I need to see what's going on. But yeah. We feel safer though with the concrete and a child too in the just. What, can he break through glass? No, but just <laughs> like, I don't know, sticking his hands through the little tiny hole or something. Kids yeah. are stupid. I'm convinced <laughs> that my neighbor reached through between our balconies and stole my fake rock with the light in it because it's gone and it didn't run away on its own no kidding i am baffled to where it went (laughs) except that it's within arm's reach if someone really wanted to grab it from that you were gonna be like my gnome and i was like that thing is fucking heavy it might have been the gnome it was either the kid next door or the gnome (laughs) that took it but yeah one day it was really windy and, like, I could hear the plants all knocking around. I wasn't worried. I hadn't, like, set them up yet. And I looked down the balcony, and the rock was... was no, it was, oh, was in there. the middle of the balcony, like, upside down, as if it had been, like, blown. Okay. But I was like, how did the wind get down there? And, like, it's it was sitting next to, like, the little solar things for the other lights, which are much lighter. And, would have and been, they were still there? If, yeah, they mm. hadn't moved. So I was like... That's weird, but okay, it is really windy. Maybe it's swooped around and got it somehow. But then, like, yeah, a couple weeks ago, I was like, where is my rock? And I was like, nothing else. It wasn't a windy day. Nothing else had been moved. I was like, it didn't fly away. Some like, kid fucking stole it, guaranteed. I wanted to, like, put a note on the door, like, just put it back, you little... Like, where I'm... It seems ridiculous that they would do that, but also... Physically, where else feel could it have like gone? it's like some I don't know what the age of the kids next door. But there's some, one like, that's like probably asshole, like pre tween. Yeah, that sounds and exactly like, like something an asshole pre tween would do. I mean, sometimes they yell down at their friends on the ground. I'm like, you're on the tenth floor. Are you fucking kidding me? Everyone this side of the building can hear you. Anyway, neighbors, neighbors, have we talked about ourselves enough? I think so. Well, okay. we had a lot to catch up on. It's yeah. I know, we just spent like half an hour catching up and then we ourselves. caught up again. Again. <laughs> okay. Was there anything else relevant to the podcast we were talking about? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think so. No. At the end, we'll yeah, let you know nothing what's that they need up, to know but, right now. Yeah. Ooh, secrets. <sighs> okay. Let's talk about this movie. Yeah. Super it's cute one of my movie. favorite movies. Already tomorrow in Hong Kong from 2015. Written and directed by Emily Ting, starring Jamie Chung and Brian Greenberg. Real life couple, they're so cute. I know. I love her, too. She's gorgeous. Uh, an attraction forms when a Chinese-American girl visiting Hong Kong for the first time meets an American expat who shows her the way, but timing may not quite be on their side. A walk-and-talk romance set in the beautiful city of Hong Kong, the film asks the question, 
What happens when you meet the right person at the wrong time? Dun dun dun. <laughs> um. So what does happen when you meet the right person at the wrong time? Well, is there I a mean, wrong time to meet the right person? Is there only one right person? Is are they the right person if it's the wrong time? Then? All of these are valid <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, Most importantly, though, they're fucking adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Just, I love watching, I mean, they are a real couple, but, yeah. like, seeing, like, a couple on screen where they just, like, flow so Yeah, they easily. have an ease to them in this. It's, like, what we all want, just to feel, like, <sighs> comfortable and, like, fun and, like, eat, like, with someone, like, right away. Yeah. I had that once. It didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah. yeah. What should we talk about? So we were talking about this conversation. We'll get to conversation movies, but <laughs> what we mean by that is movies like this and Before Sunrise, Sunset, Midnight, and what else is on my list? Destination Wedding, Conversations with Other Women. Like, movies that are mainly like there's only two people yeah talking the whole time two nights usually and i think is mm -hmm. another one of them yeah it's usually yeah it's, just, it's mostly just short these amount two of people and they're short yeah. time together and how and like it's a film that just focuses on like that relationship yeah so you could it argue that there's like... not like plot but conversation is yeah, their you know, relationship is the plot, yeah. And character development, yeah. reveal, yeah. So that's which the are, type of uh, movie we're yeah. talking about. When we're going to get into that, but like this one specifically, so they have the instant connection thing. Yeah. There's always like a little meet cute because you have to get these people together. Yeah. Um, so in this which case, is just, she's lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and yeah, like you have to start like the spark right away because... Also, all these yeah. movies are generally short because there's... Yeah, you them. don't want to listen to people talk for two and a half hours. No, so, um, like, this one, the runtime is, like, 118, I think. And I know it's before Sunrise is, like, 130. Mm -hmm. So... That's good. That's a good amount. You get a lot yes. in when you're having these, like, in-depth conversations. Yeah. More so, like, before Sunrise, they really get into stuff. This is more... It's a little staying on the lighter. romantic, yeah. cute level, which is just as entertaining. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a just movie. a different feel. It's just a yeah. different vibe. Um, vibe. Yeah, they're so... It's just such a pleasant watch to watch them be cute together yeah. and just talk and, like, they're literally just, like... You're, like, going through the city with them. And the city is a huge part of the film. Mm -hmm. It really is, like, the third character in the film. It's one <laughs> of, like, those. Because it's yeah. always present, and it's gorgeous. And they they talk about the city. The whole thing yes. is, like, traveling through there. the city. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a very constant thing, and it's fucking gorgeous in this movie. I know, I'm not a city person. No. And like, the first few, sh like, introduction shots, like, those giant crosswalks where it's, like, hundreds of people going at each other, like, that Stress. makes me so anxious just to watch that and yeah. just sort of cringe at the idea of being so many people, like, per square foot in a city. But when they're out on that boat and they've got those beautiful, like, the color scheme of the lights is so nice. And he's like, look at this. Don't you want to live here? And I'm like, yes. Lights but are pretty, but also there's a million people inside those buildings behind those lights. Blech. Yeah. Yeah. It's so well, I'm sort I mean, of with her on like, I'm not sold on Hong Kong. I mean, she's from but LA. It's, it's not like she's from like a small town. Yeah. Small town. That's it's fair. just, um, uh, yeah, I just, I, Hong Kong has never been like a place that I'm like dreamed of traveling there's a lot of place in the world but like yeah. when i watch this movie i want to fucking go there like i find asia in like east southeast asia intimidating just because it seems so different and the culture and the language is so different that i couldn't even like 
half-ass my way through. Yeah, it's not like, oh, to, I like some French, some Spanish. Yeah, I kind of have, like, Europe, some... I feel like signage. Yeah. I could get a little more. Asia would just be, like, so different and, like, so culturally different. Yes, for sure. And, like, I'm not crazy about, like, the food or anything. Like, some people go there because they want to eat the food and whatever. Do the things. <laughs> do the things. That's I mean, why I want to go to Thailand is just to eat Thai food. I mean, fair enough. A lot of people do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. But yeah, it it makes Hong Kong look pretty. Yeah. It's a very nice love letter to that city, for mm-hmm. sure. She shot it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Chose her locations well. Mm-hmm. Also, like, as a film like this, they talk about, like, identity a lot. Because you're yes. learning who these people are, and they... Mm-hmm put a little twist on it with her being Asian but from America and him Mm -hmm. being American but in Asia with like he speaks a little bit of Chinese yeah like he speaks Cantonese and she doesn't speak any and so like they put like Mm. a little play on the I do like that and their conversations about I like what she says like what makes you an expat and my parents immigrants I know such a good conversation and I've always wondered that I was like what is an expat when people talk about it, it seems and a that's the only difference is it's a white person like living in Italy or somewhere yeah. as opposed to someone who moved like because their country is so terrible or just like to get a different quote-unquote better life mm-hmm. which I don't know if America is better than a lot of places anymore well, but yeah that's a conversation you know, for they a different move for day. like their family and their future whereas expats are often like older americans who are like moving to wanted... their vacation home permanently right. or something i feel yeah. like i don't or know people I who wonder... go for work like him and stay there is there like a definition a different well, should definition? i get on my handy dandy ipad and Ooh, look up your brand new us? ipad wow that's another new thing i got an ipad it's pretty it has a cute cover yeah, like an old comp book. It's really yeah. Cool. It's handy to look at my notes rather than trying to look at the laptop through the microphone. Fair enough. Expat. A person who lives outside their native country. That's an immigrant. <laughs> yeah. Is it just that they out, well, I guess maintain live... their citizenship of their original? Like, it is that part of it? Because, like, they talk a lot, of, like, during an election, like, all the expat votes and that sort of stuff. Like, is it the citizenship maybe play a factor yeah it just says lives outside their native country not okay um, i was just curious let's look up immigrant okay, we're also the expat too- example was british person living somewhere of course white immigrant is the immigrant example gonna be <laughs> a person who comes to live permanently in a foreign country okay so permanence really seems so to expat be- could be like but we're as, living here for a few years but we're still going to retire in our home country right. and an immigrant is i intend i'm moving to get away from this country and live in this co- but as country. she says like do you have any plans to ever return to america and he's yeah. like no and i'm like so you're an immigrant yeah and he's working there you know part of the economy and all right that. i just anyway it's an interesting conversation yeah certainly racial for components sure. to it i think but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a very yeah American way of looking things. There are also two Americans in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Even though one of them's been there a lot longer. Yeah, but he still has like an American upbringing and American mm-hmm. sense of like yeah, he's like adapted. There's things he loves about the Asian culture, but it's still not his culture. It's he's still yeah. American. For sure. Not just American, New Yorker. New Yorker. It's also a New Yorker and, and an, an LA, LA person yeah. together. That's, yeah. East is versus West. Mm-hmm. In different ways. Yeah. In all of the ways. <laughs> so it still feels like very American. Oh, absolutely. Because they are, and it's, yeah, the way they're talking about things. and But you get that he doesn't exactly have a complete... Chinese Hong Kong like upbringing perspective but he has like when she talks about when they're on the bus and she's like judging that couple like what do you like she's gold digger whatever like the older white man the younger Asian woman and like that's the kind of thing where like he's used to it yeah he's not that he grew up with it but he's been there long enough he is used to it 
and he sees it differently than her coming from LA. I think also like yeah, they they play a lot on like different perceptions and like how people have different perceptions. Mm-hmm. And I think like her character is more judgmental and he is more laid yeah. back. It's also a, it could be a gender thing, it could be an right, LA, it could, New York thing. Right. So many things yeah. could like play into that. But yeah. cuz they they go into all these conversations about like age and like cheating they also have different perspectives on that as we see yeah and like romance like you know Mm -hmm. he's she's like oh you guys don't like agree on that and he's all like you guys Mm -hmm. plan to just go pick out your ring together that's super practical like Mm -hmm. you know so they all have like different and all that gets explored in this like and yet they still like have this amazing connection yeah well that's what i think like the connect if you God, if you do not have the right actors in one of these movies, like, mm-hmm. you're just fucked. Because it's all about the connection. If yeah. you don't have it. Like that um, Before We Go with Chris Evans and what's her face? Both great actors, but I did not feel that Doesn't movie at all. the spark. No. I yeah. mean, also, it just wasn't as well written as some of these conversation movies. But, yeah, Fair it enough. wasn't. But that's what, like. And it's not even necessarily, that's a good, like, point is it's not even necessarily, like, oh, bad actors. It's just, like, oh. they need to have that thing. That, like, something we said indescribable chemistry. chemistry yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I guess it helps that they're real life Probably, couple. yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also, like, so this, unlike before, sun, they meet more than once. Yes. I do like that. I like it too because it can sh- it shows just... character growth even with it, within the hour long movie yeah. that would not be able to happen within the course of a night. They're mm-hmm. able to explore personal growth that like without the other person also yeah. that way. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah, we'll get to the ending, but it's <laughs> yes. almost like you could have had you should could have put all this stuff in one night. Yeah, for sure. But there was like the first night because he had a girlfriend. It was just, I mean, we went along, like, thinking this is magical and they're falling in love or whatever. And then, oh, I have a girlfriend. Like, same reaction as her. Like, what have you been doing? But also, like, you can't really say he did anything. Mm -hmm. And then when we get them the year later, it's like that they've already been through that. There's something, they already have the connection because they know each other. But it's also been long enough that, like, she's not mad about it or whatever. And she has her own boyfriend. So they're able to sort of relax around each other more and just be more honest because they feel like they've already almost gone through a sort of they've relationship already... highs and lows. Yeah, they've done all the You lied to me sort and... of shit. And that's now it's, you know, and he's still just like so crazy about her. It's so adorable. I know. And it's so obvious. Oh, I love it. But like the, even the first night he keeps going along with it because... He just, he just something about like yeah, he, he just, just needs to be around to... her like he just needs to yeah. be in her space like and not just because like oh my girlfriend's annoying but like he just is it's really not... drawn to her. I think that's the interesting thing is it has nothing to do with these people's uh, of partners. No, it's not that his girlfriend is a horrible person or her boyfriend like like they're probably great people. They never do anything to disparage perfect, them. But, like... It's just it's just that these two have something that's undeniable. Yeah. And what do you do, like, what do you do when that happens? I mean, I think that's why people break up and people cheat. And there's a lot of bad that can come out of that, too. Yeah. And then, I mean, they don't really have, they don't get into it because it's right at the end. But we could have a whole conversation about, like, monogamy and boundaries and, like, defining those and what. Because I think, like, she says it's, like, emotional cheating, which is, like sort of her just admitting i really like you right like you i know? have feelings where for he could you. have been like this is platonic we were just hanging out you can dance with someone and hang mm-hmm. out with someone without being romantic or sexual and he's saying, which like, you can we're not cheating we didn't do anything nothing happened but she's saying i'm feeling I'm something feeling that something. feels like cheating and also i know had... you're feeling something yeah but yeah. i think um sometimes people like because of monogamy is sort of assumed that monogamous couple a lot of monogamous couples don't have conversation about their limits and boundaries and stuff because they're just assume everyone's definition of monogamous is the same same as theirs right which is where and 
can get into a whole thing about like polyamory and non-monogamy but like non-monogamous people they have to communicate like that's how you do it like it's actually a lot better in that way for your relationship because you are constantly talking about how you feel what's going on what do you want to do what do you want to do where's the line where's yeah what are our rules and boundaries and um whatever sort of level of non-monogamy you're at whereas like a lot of people assume that their partner has the same definition of monogamy as they do and then stuff like this happens and one person's like this is fine we didn't do anything but your partner's like that's emotional cheating right and, and then it's you like well we never discussed mess. this and then you get into the messes but that's like the <laughs> biggest thing like like name the number one reason relationships fail and it's probably going to be communication, communication. people <laughs> don't know how to fucking talk to each other no, or you don't communicate, and then stuff comes to a head and blows up. Whereas if you had discussed it earlier, you would have yeah, been would like, have been oh, fine. okay, this isn't going to work. Let's amicably split now. Or you would have been able later. to like, oh, these are my boundaries. And they would have been like, oh, okay. And that would have never happened. Yeah. Because they, like, or I don't want those boundaries. I want right. something else. Let's go find people who share our, who share our view. Yeah. The same worldview as we have. Yeah. So I think they both have a point there where like he's like, we're not doing anything. Like if it ended now and they went back to their partner's. Yeah, and it would have just been, like, one fun night that they yeah. had. Well, two. Two fun nights that they had two, in Hong You Kong. know, it was romantic for yeah. sure, but, like, if you wanted to, you know. And he told his girlfriend about the first night because it was just, like, I went off and helped this girl, you know. Right. But, like, From if your you are having. <laughs> I left your party and went and helped this well, girl. Well, she was busy. <laughs> if you, But if you are not happy in your other relationship or, like doubting things or whatever then like for sure a night or two like this would change things yes especially like if either one of you is insecure in your relationship or like Mm -hmm. like i mean i don't i don't know how i would feel if my boyfriend was like oh i had the most like wonderful and well you probably wouldn't tell me but (laughs) that's the thing like i'm not and i don't know if it would i feel like i'm fairly i feel like i'd want to not know if it really that's wasn't just, anything, if, if it that's was just if, if it was what happened in this movie, and then they and then just nothing, each other, yeah. yeah, I would just be like, I don't ever need to know that. I feel like that's just your, like you have this yeah. special little thing, because I feel like just telling me just makes clears your conscience and just makes me feel like or shit. it's sometimes you tell the person that you cheated or whatever because you know they're gonna react a certain way. Of and course, gonna, then they break up with you and you don't have to break up with right, them because people are cowards. Yeah. But like, I feel like I'm fairly monogamous because I get pretty possessive and jealous. But also, I like the idea of some level of non-monogamy so that I just want to feel free to, like, have a night like this. I mean, this doesn't happen in real life. This is a movie. But, like, I don't want to feel so trapped that, like, I can't talk to you or, like, dance with you or, like, feel a little, have, like, a sort of romantic night with someone without feeling like I'm cheating cheating somehow. And it's yeah, like, maybe just for this one night, I can have somewhat romantic feelings for this pretty much stranger and have a nice time and leave and go back to my really happy relationship. But yeah. with them, that's not what they want to do, no. obviously. They I mean, want to... I mean, I've had a... It wasn't a night, but I have had something... The non-movie version of this happen. Okay. I met somebody on a plane. Uh-huh. And it was uh, the best, like, three hours ever. But I wasn't in a relationship. I was traveling Europe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, but it was, his name was Gavin. <laughs> it was just nice for what it was. It was, yeah. It was amazing. See, I like the idea of that. Of fucking like... amazing. And as soon as I got home that night, I, like, wrote everything down. Mm-hmm. And it's, yep. It was just that thing. It was perfect. I like the idea of. Perfect three hours. Of, like, <sighs> People get so, like, this is a romantic slash sexual relationship, and then everything else is friendship. And I'm like, there's so many there's different types lines. of relationships, yeah. like, well, the- from platonic to romantic to sexual, romantic but not sexual, sexual but not romantic, or, like, just somewhere in between where you can, like, have a pleasant moment yeah. with a stranger, or even, like, be romantic with your friends sometimes, also- or, like, and it doesn't have to be so harshly divided that, like... If you show the littlest bit of you're somewhat like the romantic worst affection for anyone other than your <laughs> you're partner, cheating. you're you're the biggest cheater in the and world. And it's like, how about you just let me feel how I'm gonna feel, also, and like I won't betray you, or whatever, you know. I think also too, like 
the idea that you're gonna get in a monogamous relationship when you're like say in your 20s or your 30s you're mm-hmm. gonna stay with that person for 50 years and you're never gonna have a single thought or feeling about like somebody else that yeah. is n- it's not realistic it is unrealistic That's the other weird thing about monogamous and there's a lot of like, things like it's gonna happen you probably if you might yeah. not act on it nothing might come of it yeah. but the fact that you're not gonna have like oh a little work crush or like you know like monogamy doesn't take away your ability to be attracted to, to people. and feel things so like yeah. yeah so then that plays a role in it like i mean it's gonna happen you just have to know like that's gonna happen and again it's all about like establishing boundaries like mean? is Most this stuff like don't. that we talk about is that yeah. is it are you in a relationship where like you have that and you go home and you're able to tell your partner and they're like okay that's cool and it's like or is yeah. it something where like you don't talk about it or like i mean yeah you need to yeah. But people don't talk about or that. People don't and talk about anything. Things happen and it blows up because you had different definitions of monogamy in your head. Yeah. Or maybe you had a definition of monogamy, but then this amazing thing happened and it makes you realize like, well, maybe I want to have this moment with this person and yeah. also I want my, my partner life with you. I love them. Yeah. Also, though, like when he brings her to see his that band play mm-hmm. and it's his friends, I'm like, you want your girlfriend to know. I'm sorry. That's yeah. all I can think. Like, he's like uh, so quick. He's so spitting with this girl that he's, he's just like, immediately like so comfortable with her. And I feel like I'll he's, walk you to the tailor. Come have dinner. I'll show you all the cool places. Come meet my friends. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he he's wants like to in. He's in all life. in. And I feel like he's. It's not even necessarily again. Like I don't think his girlfriend is a horrible person. I'm sure that their relationship is lovely, but oh. he's clearly like he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't love his partner the way that he feels he could love this girl. Like, there seems to be something yeah. extra. But, like, I'm sorry. If you bring them to something where your friends are at, you are asking for yeah your girlfriend to know. And, yeah. And, I yeah, mean, maybe you'd be like, oh, friend. she's just my friend, that yeah. sort of thing. But You were dancing with her. It's, there's just you something. You pulled her close, and it was really romantic. There's something extra there, like. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of. That's a, I mean, romantic is, it's like this thing that just feels magical and you don't care about anything else. Nope. And we all sort of want moments like this. Yeah. But then, you know, it's like, well, shit, what are we doing? Because it's, sometimes it happens when you're not free to continue the romance or whatever. Yeah. Or, like I have experienced, it seems great at the beginning, but you know what? That crazy connection at the beginning, which is so romantic and amazing, doesn't always mean you work as partners, which is what they're right. thinking at the end where they're like, well, yes, I feel something for this person, but it's been two nights over a year. Like, do I give up this relationship that I like and is going somewhere and I know it and it's before I ran into him tonight, right. I was ready to marry this guy, <laughs> and now I'm doubting him. Am I but willing it's to like, throw that all away for this you, guy that yeah. I barely know? That, like, I mean, she's yeah, going back to LA. Night. He's he's still in Hong Kong, although now that he's not working in Hong Kong, it's he like could you could write anywhere. You can write anywhere. Yeah. Why are you still in Hong Kong, hoping to run into her? Also, but like, <laughs> I mean, because every relationship has that honeymoon phase, right? Like. Yeah. Whether your relationship lasts for 20 years or lasts for six months, when you first get together, it's like you just want to constantly be with that person and constantly talk to them. It's what your brain does with your chemicals to make you get together and make babies. And I was always told by my mom that it's when that ends and you start being irritated by the little things, Mm -hmm. do you still want, is it enough that you want to, that those don't matter? Like that you can love them despite the, now the imperfections, you know, despite it should be including those things. Despite. There's a great, um, (laughs) I, um, a movie, which is not quite a conversation movie, but two days in Paris and then Mm -hmm. two days in New York. Right. It was Julie, Julie Delpy movies. It was in before sunrise. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I think it's in the two days in Paris. Um, at the end of it, she's like, sort of narrating talking about a relationship and i'm not going to say this exactly right but it's something like even if that person wakes you up every day by sneezing right in your face while you love their sneezes more than anyone else's kisses i always thought that was so sweet you're making a face like that's gross 
I don't think I would love. I mean, anyone not literally that, that but, but yes, I understand. But like, you love this person. You love this person, including so the much stuff you don't really love. That about like them more than their you, bad stuff yeah. is still better to you than someone else's like good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to find. And it's hard to maintain, and it takes a lot of fucking work. Yeah, which is not discussed in this movie. Do, can I ask what what do you think happens in the end? Because it's an open ended movie. I, they just. It cuts. I think it ends right at the right point because you can't it, you can't go past that point or else you're like telling a totally different story correct it, it <laughs> but i'm saying like what do you think they do i don't think anything happens i think it's a story and it ends okay and it just ends sure but obviously i want them to get together okay. <laughs> <laughs> i know i've i've watched it and i imagine like writing the next scene of like she gets out it changes but then she everything. turns around and he's gotten out of the two and, and then it's like because then it's not romantic. It's, like, practical. They have to say, like, okay, now I have to break up with him. And oh. I have to break up with her. And where are we going to live? And, you know, that's not romantic and cute. Or they just go their separate ways. That makes me sad. It's sad. It can still be at least a little bit more romantic than, like, okay, yes. I have to call my girlfriend and break up with her. But I feel like if they did just never see each other again... He would go break up with his girlfriend yeah. because obviously he knows now but she's not, not she's in, not the one. No. She's not the one that he wants to spend. She's too young. She's not really supporting his choice to be a writer. Yeah. He probably will he, go understand. back to New York. And I don't know. I feel like she would probably go along with this relationship. It's already mm. been five years of off and on. Yeah. They like get she's married. You know, They'd be in a loveless marriage in three years. <laughs> yeah. It's feel, it already feels like she's just sort of going They'd through it. They'd constantly be thinking about the one that got away. Yeah. Both wow. of them probably. Depressing. I know. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'd meet again. It's, it is. It does end in the perfect spot. Yeah. Because the second it you builds dis- it right up, right the to the moment, you yeah, it's a, a that moment of tension is like the end. But yeah. like the second that decision is made, it's a different it's story. A, yeah, it changes everything. It's not, yeah, it's not too. No matter nights. which way you go, it changes yeah. the story. So. And that's why it ends, and we don't know what happens. And yeah. I don't want to know what the writer thinks. No, no, happen- no, no, no. It ruins it. it. it ends. Yeah, it's a story. It ends. I like it's to think like universe. my own personal like little thoughts and that's yeah. all. Cool. Yeah. Um, anything else? <sighs> we just like talked about relationships. I know. We, we are a little. <laughs> As if I know anything. Um, yeah. I think we talked about all the stuff that they talked about. Cool. So let's talk about more conversation movies. Uh, do you want to do women's oh, representation? Yeah. See, this is what happened. I'm looking at my iPad instead of the <laughs> That's okay. Laptop. Okay. Yeah, our usual women representation. Yeah. Well, there's one woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, of the two characters, half of them are women. That's true. <laughs> women of color. That's true. Yeah. That's um, a good point. Yeah, we, I mean, obviously there's not a lot of diversity because there's really only one woman mm-hmm. yeah but it is a it's heterosexual to... relationship that's yeah playing out before us i mean it doesn't pass the bechdel test but it's just not that kind of movie. it's not that kind of movie though that's that, not like, the only yeah. test guys no <laughs> as we know um i don't know it's hard to rate because it's really only one character we're talking about and she can't represent all women no she but she represents uh, some women, and it is nice that it is at least a woman of color. Like, mm-hmm. and I think women of Asian descent don't get like leading roles very often. So. Yeah, I think she's written. She feels like a real person, a real yeah, like a fleshed out. She has, like we said, she's sort of judgmental. Yeah, she, she has her opinions. She has depth uh, to her as a yeah. character. I yeah, not all of her traits are good. Just like him. They like were, the, they're both yeah. very well fleshed out characters. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Good. Good. I, I also put say. put a grade on it. No, good. good. Good job. The one good. woman that you have we like as a character. Yeah. I mean, she's obviously not so like good. a stereotype or anything. No. She's the main character. Real person. Okay. So I counted the 
crew tally, which right. is writer, director, producers, editor, cinematographer. Mm-hmm. There were nine people in those five positions, and four of them were women. It's not bad. No. And of course, so uh, writer, writer so and director. Writer, director. Emily Ting was writer, director, and right. I think producer. Um, I think the, the editor is a woman, and probably another producer. Probably. It's so not bad. Woman editor, that's pretty rare. Yeah. The Rotten Tomatoes score, it also, though, like, isn't, like, uh, a consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it doesn't have, it does that, no? I thought it, like, I don't know, I looked it up really quick. I thought it, like, didn't have enough reviews to technically be, I thought it only had, like, 20 reviews or something. Really? I don't know. I just looked up and saw the two percentages. Yep. Um, They they still percentages. They're just saying, like, technically not a consensus because they don't have enough data okay um but the critic score was 76 percent and the audience score is far lower at 57 percent yeah and the meta score was 54 yeah which i find low but yeah it's not bad it's not no. a 54 movie. no it's not Fuck a 54 I, I mean i get is it, it. it doesn't have like com- explosions and but like well, like is it because they're comparing it be- to before sunrise right Ugh. which well, is <laughs> just a different movie right well i'm gonna get into that a little bit we talk about conversation movies but yeah yeah i mean i i love it it's cute i love romantic movies it's not the first viewing for either of us no um we both it's really really pretty the people are pretty i also i love how short it is like because if i just want to like a fun cute like happy yeah. feel good movie I can just it's not rom-com it no but, it's, but it's like it's light it's not like even though they talk about interesting things yeah. it's not like oh I can't believe I had to sit through that I feel like I carried around yeah. with me the rest of the day it's a sweet little yeah romantic thing yeah. a little cute thing it's like a meat cute but like the whole movie feels like a meat cute yeah you know okay so let's um, give it a rated F for, I'm going to say rated F for fate, because they're cute, fated relationships. I say it's rated F for foreign cities. <laughs> well, It is city. indeed a foreign city. I really us. like Hong Kong in this movie. It's, I've seen, I mean, I've seen Hong Kong in several movies in my mm-hmm. life, but not like this. Like it's just represented no. in a different way. Not in a sort of, I want to say, like, almost less foreign. Like, they, I think of Hong Kong, I think of, like, in an action movie, like, an American action movie, it's the destination they go to. Yeah. One of the foreign destinations around the world that they're going around to. Or, like, straight up Hong Kong martial arts movies. (laughs) Also. And this is just, yeah, it's very different look for it yeah it's very more modern brings you look. more inside it too like no one's like a gangster thing. or a villain no it's just people it's just people it's living their lives people and like cute birds picking your fortune out want it yeah, all it's cute yeah and it shows yeah yeah hong kong hong kong okay this is just a tourism ad for hong it, kong it now. could be conversation movies my as a whole brilliant name that i came up with. well i mean like i don't think the genre really ha- like i mean it's clearly kind of a genre but like there's yeah. no okay so i asked the internet okay what you would call these movies and someone suggested mumblecore which i looked up and it's i guess you could include these under mumblecore okay which are like um character conversation heavy movies not a ton of plot, but not as specific as what we're talking about. Which, which is like is the short time frame. Straight and up, the... co- just a conversation between two people. Okay. Maybe it's like a subsection of yeah. Mumblecore. Well, I found this on the Wikipedia. It was like, films that have been described as influencing or at least anticipating the conventions of Mumblecore include blah, 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 like Before Sunrise. Okay. So, so it's almost like this, they're related. Yeah. But Mumblecore, they include like... um not sleeping with other people, but that one, but drinking buddies. Okay, which is with like four, a lot of, of just four people hanging out. Yeah, and the different relationships I between like each. Cute. Yeah, 
But it's not exactly... It's not what we're talking about. If it was, like, those four people just one night in that cabin, yeah. all talk, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. We have, like, s- different restrictions kind of on the films we're talking about. Like, uh, specifically the time period, like... Yeah, that's a big difference. Like, um, Destination Wedding is a weekend, but you right. don't see... You don't talk... You don't see anybody else but the two of these people yeah. having conversations throughout the weekend. Yeah. So also too, I think most of the ones we looked at were specifically two people. Yeah. Um there's also that I meant to watch and didn't get time to. Um there's Carnage, which I think is two pairs of parents that get together to sort of argue over their children or something. Fun. And it's just like the one the one meeting. And then the party, which is like two or three couples getting I... all their shit out in one night kind of thing. <sighs> So, yeah, I didn't get around to those. But then I also thought of, like, um, Death Proof, which is a different structure, yeah. but it's, it's sort of divided kind of... into two, and, like, most of those two stories are just are just people sitting around talking. Yeah. Which is why I like that movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And then my dinner with andre i didn't bother to watch but it's like a really famous old movie that is a guy telling another guy's story yeah which sounded boring to me but it because it did sound like so much a conversation as a guy telling a story, a story. and i'm like how is that a movie but apparently it's like a big deal <laughs> it was a big deal <laughs> um i also thought it was interesting like why we didn't choose before sunrise because it, like obviously it's the one that always comes up when you talk mm-hmm. about this type of movie and we discuss like Eh, should we and we just felt like a it's kind of it's like it's so much its own thing and there's sequels and like Mm -hmm. the whole trilogy is like its own it's like we get it we're going to reference it and it's like yeah it's like kind of the first one the best one but it's also like the one everyone's seen and the one everyone it just and it's been referenced so many times and used as a reference so many times that we felt like you don't need to hear us repeat the same shit also, that everyone else has said. I felt like they talk about so much. Yeah. Oh, it would have been like have a four hour, hour conversation yeah. about every little every, conversation they have with yeah. the movie. Like they really get into stuff and philosophy and psychology, like, which is why it's fun. So good. I love yeah, watching and it's why all people three of those love it. But yeah. And I was like, let's just talk about the fun romantic But like this ones. one also felt, yeah, scope wise for our podcast more. Yeah. Manageable. I just thought it was... Because most people would be like, why didn't you just do Before Sunrise? Because Cause of it's, course. it's been done. Think, yeah. Also. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, these movies that are just conversations. I know these are the type of movies that some people absolutely love and some people I would think hate. are so boring because yes. they want stuff to happen. Which, fair enough, and sometimes people attempt this type of movie and it doesn't work, like, before we go, I'm sorry, Chris Evans. <laughs> we still love Your directorial me. debut. You didn't direct it bad. I think the writing was just bad. Fair enough. It didn't click with me. Um, but yeah, it's a different type of movie where it's about character development and it's about getting to know the characters as they, especially when they're strangers, which is most of these you're watching two people get to know each other. Yeah. And I think that that's, I wrote that down as like a thread through all these. It's like this ability to be open with somebody that you just met. And mm-hmm. in some ways you can be like, yeah. especially when there's these hard time frames of like, we only have tonight mm-hmm. the way that you can be open with somebody knowing like you Never. don't have to see them tomorrow is a, you know, mm-hmm. and so that adds like an interesting element to these films. Yeah. I, I wrote down similar, like, it's you act differently with a stranger and in these cases with the romantic storyline you may be yeah you open up more because you're so interested in this person and they just bring it out in you but also you withhold something of course because they're you don't a stranger them, you yeah. don't want to be too vulnerable it's yeah it's an interesting like dichotomy kind of thing mm-hmm. but like there's also like an urgency like oh my god if i don't get this out i'm never gonna have the opportunity yeah there's that thing and, of like, like well, fuck it. I'll tell you my life story because <laughs> who cares? You don't know anyone that I know. I can tell you things and yeah. it's not going to spread around or whatever. In um, But in Before We Go, it's not 
so romantic at first. Like, she's sort of reluctantly letting him help her through the city or whatever. So they do hold back a lot from each other and that is something that does make it interesting as you they sort of reveal like what they're actually doing in the city or like what they're avoiding doing and stuff like she's married but there's something wrong with her marriage or something and he's like trying to not he's avoiding this party where his ex-girlfriend you know so there's yeah that thing of how people talk to strangers yeah and how you get to know someone when you're suddenly, for whatever reason, like, sort of stuck with them. You know? Like, in Before Sunrise, they just decide, okay, we're going to do we, this and yeah, hang this out. Was, we're having a good conversation. We're just going to, we're going to take the And then it's sort of like, they almost have, like, this pressure to be like, oh, God, how are we going to fill the time? But yeah. then, I mean, obviously, it's that magic of just, like, being we're, at ease with someone. That, and, like, it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're always going to have something to talk about. That's so rare. It is. It's hard to find that in any of your relationships. Friends, yeah. family, like a partner. Like it's it's not a con- an easy thing to come across. thinking about that across. because like obviously I'm with you and we've been pretty easy friends. Yes. Since from the beginning. Doctor Who, man. We bonded everything. over <laughs> things we like and things we hate. But I'm thinking about like new friends I've tried to make or made recently and yeah. like it's not always so easy even no. if you like someone and then but then like you like them in whatever situation that you meet them but then you try to turn it into more serious or whatever even just as friends and it's like oh well, maybe we don't we're not clicking as easy like out of no. that one situation yeah. things are more challenging and, yeah <laughs> and with me like i can with my close friends which I've, we've been friends for like five years and my other closest friends have been friends since high school like we can like sit in the car and not talk yes you know I can we do not that talk time. around friends fine. like we don't constantly. but when you're with someone new you feel like it's weird that you're not talking and you Must don't know feel it's, every yeah. second <laughs> or like I've gotten to the point with my like anxiety where I don't sit there like oh my god somebody talk I can't think of anything I'm just I'm fine with it mm-hmm. but I do still worry a little bit like do they think it's weird? Right. And then I'm like, do I care? Because right. if you think it's weird, we're not going to be friends. Yeah. Which is okay. Sometimes you make a friend and they're not your new best friend. They're just... Somebody that you friend. did some cool stuff with. Yeah. 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 But yeah, all these movies, you know, it's so magical. You meet someone on a train and you get off and then you have an amazing night together when, I mean, you could have done that and then half an hour later re- they say something racist or sexist yeah, and you're and like you're okay like, oh, bye, bye. <laughs> Ooh, yeah for sure uh yeah the we were talking earlier about the fact like people some people hate these because nothing happens and the idea that like mm-hmm. the relationship is the thing yeah these stories still have like a beginning middle and end though like yeah, it's just not. It's just like a, a mystery to be solved, or no, I know action. It's. I just, mean, we both like these movies, but yeah. like, I know people that are like, "Oh my god, fucking shoot me!" I worry the about eyeball. those people. Like, <laughs> do you ever have conversations with your loved ones? Because, or do you have interesting conversations? Because I think it's I'm a, finding this movie really interesting, and you're just like, I know, but they're probably talking. just like, but this is my entertainment, not my. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of people who just want to sit and be sort of numbly numb, entertained numb with and not have to actually think as they watch movies, yeah. which is fine. I do that, too. But then I sometimes I like movies like this. Like when I watch like the before sunrise, I will like have to pause it every like five minutes to like have my own thoughts, convers- about, thoughts it. about what they're talking about. Like if I watched it with someone, it would be like we'd never get through it because we'd have our own conversation about their conversations yeah which is i mean that's movies i think yeah it's like introducing something new into changing your, your perspective and sometimes that's i guess more action like stuff happening or introducing you to new places and things that you didn't know happened but sometimes it's just like as if you're meeting a new person and they're talking about something and it's from their perspective and you're just learning about a person's thoughts that can be interesting for to sure watch. two people get to know each other and two people with 
differing well, opinions like sort of yeah. clash about stuff sometimes. And that's something I wrote down too is like generally it's it can be a way these films to like discuss two differing perspectives yeah. or different beliefs and like mm-hmm. it's almost a good way to like show all sides of an argument mm-hmm. um, through two peoples and all of these movies, these people are not, like, the exact same. They don't have the same worldview or it wouldn't be an interesting film. Exactly. Like, you would be like, fucking shoot me. They're from different places. And yeah. Then... Although, like, so Destination like... Wedding, they are, like, so similar that it's, like, watching... It's almost like you and me. Like, <laughs> sit, if we went to a wedding, we were just like, fuck all these people. I hate all this shit. Like, that's, that's exactly what that movie what is like. But also, yeah, they do clash in that like one of them's like more cynical than the other one i guess yeah and so there is like whatever it makes for like fun tension a little bit of conflict and then they like suddenly have sex cool because they're like let's okay bored (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's a really like honest like honest takes on like just two people exchanging yeah which is why I imagine Thoughts. it's really hard to write. Well, and it's also why to write. it can be so poorly written. Yes. Like, it's that's quite the undertaking. Yeah, to write if, two sides. I mean, two sides. And they, I like, have trouble writing any sort of dialogue except, like, the thing that we wrote, which is just, just us. Just us talking, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Like, a I would slightly have... <laughs> heightened version of ourselves. So, like, to write an interesting conversation where you are getting two perspectives, you have to really, like create the characters so that you can have them speak and have you know yeah you really have to write through them especially yeah. because everyone has like a specific view like i'm sure emily ting has a thought about cheating or a thought mm-hmm. about like romance or a thought about like all of those mm-hmm. things and she has her own perspective and to be a good enough writer to like write put some of yourself in but, but also... like i have more of or more because there's some you can write a film that like just totally shows your own ideologies lots of people do it but to have like a more rounder view of every argument you're writing something realistic not necessarily in the real world but like that you want people to get invested in not all your characters can think the same way that would be boring i feel like that's a sign of a poor writer when for sure like all these characters are kind of the same i feel like that about woody allen movies Fair enough. They all seem like versions of him. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree necessarily. Even when they are like opposing each other or whatever, it still feels like him. Blech. Anyway. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just about human connection and like yeah. how can you achieve that and like what is connection and mm. like it's in these cases like the idea that like some of your deepest connections can also be fleeting, like, can be mm-hmm. some of your shortest. hmm Shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have. I wish I had watched more. That's my only thing. I know. Um, but yeah, if you listeners know of any more that we should watch. I mean, soon we're going to be able to have movie nights all the time. So yep. send them our way. <laughs> You can watch people have conversations yeah. every night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I looked through the internet, like, a lot of lists, and a lot of them weren't quite exactly what we were thinking, or just I didn't really want to watch them. Like, my dinner with Andre is like, okay, people keep talking about it, but, like, I don't want to see it. But then there's stuff like Coffee and Cigarettes, which is a movie oh, of ha- several vignettes Yeah, I of own conversations. that movie. I've seen yeah. it several times. Me too. Yeah, it's different, though. Like, it's... Yeah. But it is also just conversation. It is, for sure. It's A it's, lot of different It's characters. little, like, short films of... These, yeah. Like... Of this conversation of this Conversation movies. movie yeah. thing, yeah. It's also, like, so well shot, that movie. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And I also thought of The Trip and The Trip to Italy, and now they're filming The Trip to Spain, mm-hmm. which is also just, like, these two, mostly these two men sitting down at dinners and talking. But also, stuff happens, but... Yeah. yeah. When it's, like, good actors and really good writing, and in the case of, like, The Trip, like, probably a lot of improvisation by the great actors, like... Fair enough. That's what makes it really entertaining, because if you were, like also involved in this conversation or on one side like you would be enthralled yeah 
It does put like these these films though do put like a lot of pressure on the writer and the like casting director. Like if it's again if it's not cast right, like yeah. and as an actor, if you're stepping into this project, like the the ability to like really kind of explore a character that thoroughly and like that short of like in a film, mm-hmm. you're not just like oh I'm action guy doing action things <laughs> or like yeah um, is really interesting. But like knowing like holy fuck like the whole film like you lands have, on me and my partner like, and whether we can do this this or whole not. like 90 minutes of your character talking which most people don't get for their characters no. unless right. like a series or something where you really have a lot right, of them yeah. but yeah you don't as an actor reading your script you don't like get that much of your character already on the page usually yeah so it's something be interesting it'd be fun to act in one all right, let's write one. Okay. <laughs> For you to act. Fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. I guess that's it. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can email us at ratedfmovies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at ratedfmovies. We're there at that We're thing. We're there. We're there. We're on the internet. <laughs> um, we also sometimes... I write stuff. We write stuff. Sure. Um, I'm going to... You can write stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at that yet. <laughs> um, yeah, just saying we're trying to do podcasts and writing to kind of yeah. keep content somewhat consistent. Yep. In our next podcast, mm-hmm. we've talked about... Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about movie ratings, censorship. Mm. Rating, all that kind of stuff. Get ready for some stats. Rated F. <laughs> yeah, um, we like. Uh, it'll be a a little bit more research heavy episode. Yeah, we've been We're meaning to excited. do it for a long time. Yeah, it's been on. It's literally been on the like ideas list since we started since we the started. podcast. Yeah, we don't know what movie we're gonna do. No, we'll figure something but, out. But um, if you guys want some homework for the next podcast. There's a movie called This Film Is Not Yet Rated from, I think, 2006, which is about how the MPAA works, which we will definitely be watching as research. I've already seen it, but um, I feel like I've seen it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm sure I told you a lot about it when I watched it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, um, that'll probably be a heavy source of uh, some of our research. For sure. Yeah. And we'll hopefully have a guest for that one. Yeah, we're something in the world. Friends. Friends. We do have them. Friends who like movies. Okay. And then, as if you weren't expecting this, Descendants 3 is coming out. So <gasps> Descendants You know 3. we're going to get drunk and watch that. We sure are. 100%. I'm so excited. I know. So that's our next couple things. Yeah. Join us. Yay. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>